The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome back to this Thursday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us as we do worship this, or read and study the Source of Truth, which is the Word of God. And we look into God's letter and we look at uh, what we are going through. Right now we're going through the life of Christ through the book of Matthew. Again, if you want to follow this, there's different ways. The Grace Baptist Bakerfield's YouTube channel, Facebook page, my Facebook page. Uh, you can also catch this in audio format on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Um, it would be Google Podcast, I'm pretty sure. Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon, you can find it. Just look up that. Source of Truth Podcast is what you would look under, and you'll find this, and you can follow along in this in audio format. Uh, we are in Matthew chapter 11 this morning. If you're following along, I'll probably go through about 15 verses as our guess as we look through. I'm really looking at this question. Who is John the Baptist? And we kind of know, but from this description, uh, more than just who he was when you go study the beginning of Matthew or the beginning of the Gospels, more of that as you begin to look into who was who John the Baptist from the perspective of what was his purpose and what can, how can we be a little bit of what is described in this passage. So John, uh, excuse me, Matthew chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples that he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the one, are you the coming one, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to him, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. So he, he gets a question. He's preaching. He's done giving instructions to the 12 disciples. Now he goes out and starts preaching. And as he's preaching, John the Baptist, who will get more description of this in the book of Matthew of what happened, but we know that John the Baptist is in prison. Uh, again, we'll learn later what that, what that's for. But So from prison, he sends his followers, his disciples, to ask Jesus, are you the one? Are you the Messiah? Now it's intriguing he would ask this question because, remember, they're cousins. Um, he'd had a chance to talk. It wasn't that much earlier that he baptized him and said, your sandals, I'm not, I'm not worthy to loose. And so you come back and wonder, and I, as one commentator said, probably the best reason is that maybe John Baptist believed, you know, you were supposed to separate the wheat from the chaff. You're supposed to bring punishment upon your enemies and you're doing miracles and things, but you haven't done that yet. And even from John Baptist's perspective, sometimes the perspective of what the Messiah would do um, the timing wasn't right. Much of what we can read about what he will do will come, but the what? But it are seasons. At this point, what Jesus came to earth to do in this season was different than what he will ultimately do. And uh, so he just sent back and said, listen, you know the Old Testament, you know Isaiah, and if you go back and give him a description of the things he's seeing, he will know that the promise of I am doing what was promised by Isaiah that the, that the Messiah would do. Let's go back to continue in uh, verse 7. And they departed, and as they departed, excuse me, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom is written, Behold, I send my messengers before your face, 
who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, verse 11, I say to you, among those born of women, there is not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So he talks about who this guy is. He is the prophet. But one of the things you see, what is his premise? Who'd you go to see a reed shaking the wind? What he's saying is this was not a weak man. Uh, this was, I, I don't want to, you sometimes we use the term man's man, but more than that, this was a bold, passionate, unashamed preacher, unashamed Christian, we'd say today. Somebody who was not ashamed, not afraid to speak the truth, someone who was not ashamed of the fact that they were a follower of Christ. And in that, he was bold. And his boldness was what put him in jail, as we'll learn later. So he's bragging on this guy and really saying, this is kind of what we need to be. Now, John the Baptist was a unique character. And he was given a unique time, and his personality was there on purpose. And you could say we all have to be identical. Even Jesus was not just like John the Baptist. So the key is not to become like him. The key is to realize that there was a great boldness. And what was the purpose of the boldness? Because John was aware of his duty. John was aware that he was the one to go forth and tell people the Messiah has come. And he was doing his job well. And that's really kind of the, what we can look at. We look back and say the Messiah has already come. Jesus has already come. He's more than a religious figure. He is the answer for the battles that we face today. And in that, we look and say that we are supposed to do that. As we go out to the highways and hedges, compel people to come in. As we are evangelizing, witnessing to people that he is the answer to their battles. And may we take from the witness of John the Baptist the boldness. And even he says... You know, in, in the kingdom, he was the greatest. The point is, man, he comes back, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater. There was not a situation where one is better than the other. We go out and we serve. We do our best. Uh, let's go to verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force, for all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who has come to you, but he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, it's... it's the one day when the kingdom comes, and that's the thing we have to look at. Much of what we look at when we think of the kingdom, there is the physical kingdom that has not come yet. That is coming when Jesus comes back to the earth in what we believe to be called the millennial reign. That is happening after this is the tribulation and after this rapture of the tribulation. And then there's the millennial reign at the end of that where Jesus comes back at the end of the tribulation and, and conquers with just his, his voice, really. Uh, but until that time, and what we call, like if you could say, the spiritual kingdom, where Jesus is still our king, just not physically ruling on this earth yet, um, there's still some violence. There's still crazy. It's, it's, we're not at that point yet. So the question is, even in this time, are we going to accept Jesus? Are we going to listen and hear the prophets? Are we going to accept the truth of what we've been told about Jesus? And are we going to live it? Are we going to live it now? Even though the physical kingdom is not here yet, are we going to live our life with Jesus as our king? Are we going to submit to him? Are we going to follow him? Are we going to proclaim him? Is he truly that king? Is he truly our savior, our Lord? And that's a great, that's a powerful question we look at here. John the Baptist ended up giving his life for the truth of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, the disciples that sent out all but one ended up giving their life in a premature death for the cause of Jesus Christ. John, ultimately the author of the book of John Revelation, was uh, put in, in uh, exile for a quite a period of time. So each and every one of them sacrificed greatly for the cause of Christ. At this moment, in America at least, that's not something expected of us. 
But should we take advantage of that freedom and still be bold, even though sometimes it's not comfortable? We mentioned this a day or two ago, that uh, not everybody likes the fact that we may stand. And I, get me wrong, I think there is a, a way to do it. I think there can be an unreasonable way that really taints what Jesus is. But boy, should we then be bold, bold for Christ, unashamed of who he is, and willing to follow him. May that be us today. Uh, it may not be our personality, but what? just take the opportunities that come our way. Uh, be unashamed and share the truth of who Jesus is with the opportunities that God puts in our way. Well, thanks for joining us on this Thursday morning as we continue our journey through the life of Christ. I hope you stick with us. Uh, if this is an encouragement, I encourage you to share it. Uh, if you're listening to an audio format, give a re uh, review on iTunes or things of that nature, and that would be just a huge encouragement, huge help. We do appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day. We hope you have a great rest of your day. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.